Hello everyone, this is Ron Stiver, President of System Clinical Services, pleased to be with you. This is our second podcast of sorts since the COVID-19 pandemic hit us. And what I thought I'd do today is talk a little about how we want to make sure we're taking care of each other and taking care of ourselves through this crisis and the aftermath as well too. So our team member response has been fantastic. We've talked much about that I think in the last podcast too, but continue to be inspired by the fantastic response across our system. Having said that, we also know that this is a traumatic experience as well. And again, I want to talk about how we take care of ourselves and take care of one another. And so I'm pleased to have with me today, Dr. Ann Gilbert, who is the medical director of our virtual care behavioral health hubs. And you may recall, uh, Dr. Gilbert and I were here not that long ago, it seems, doing a podcast talking about her journey and highlighting some of the great work of the behavioral health hubs. But I asked Dr. Gilbert to join me today to talk about resources available and how we may be experiencing this and again to make sure that we're taking care of one another and so and thanks first for being with us today and for the great work that you and the team have been doing not only before the crisis but certainly that that work's been highlighted the past several weeks thanks for having me Ron so hopefully a once in our lifetime um, <laughs> type of pandemic too you know the only thing I can probably closely relate it to in mind would be 9/11 mm-hmm. although this is you know just the the uncertainty of COVID-19, the length of COVID-19, mm-hmm. it's not a discrete event. Talk to me about how people might be feeling now generally, and also, I mean, our, our team members may even on the front lines and what they might be experiencing and feeling. Yeah, we actually have a lot of data from serious pandemics, both from the avian flu pandemic and also from reports out of China. So it is totally normal to feel anxious, fearful, scared, Uh, not sleep. Uh, In fact, about 80% of the population is feeling that at this point in time. And you made the decision early to offer free counseling from our virtual care behavioral health team, and that's available, I think, 24-7. Talking about the process of, you know, why we decided to do that and just what we've seen in terms of activity since offering yeah, that service. Yeah. So this this is what we do anyway. We started into seeing patients that are coming into our emergency rooms that are in crisis. And so what we do 24-7 is to meet the patient where they're at, find out how they're feeling, and then make recommendations to them, which is the same thing we do with our team members now. What this is really called is psychological first aid. And there is some evidence that people that avail themselves of psychological first aid may have a better long-term course, uh, less depression, less anxiety. So essentially what this is, is any team member or family of team member can call in anytime. We're open 24-7 and just talk. You don't have to give us your name. You don't have to tell us where you work. And you can just tell us what's going on in your life. And we can listen, make some recommendations, uh, may give you some tips right then and there. If you need further counseling or treatment, we can triage that and get you into the right place. Have you seen much activity since we announced this and began offering this and kind of promoting it to our team members? Yes, uh, we've had people call in from all parts of the system. Some people just want to talk, some people need tips on how to cope with anxiety and stress, some people need to be connected for longer term services, and some people just want to be heard. And can you comment on what other resources our team members may be able to access? Yes, yes. And we have a, a lot of support for team members of all various types. If you're in doubt about 
you know, what will help you, feel free to call into the virtual hub, uh, behavioral health hub, and we will um, help you triage that. But we have, for example, EAP, as well as the Department of Psychiatry, have opened up free counseling slots. EAP, if you don't want to see someone in our system, want to go totally out of the system, they can um, get you out of the system. The Department of Psychiatry has slots um, every day of the week. They're all providing counseling virtually at this point in time. We have Healthy Results, uh, which is open to all team members, and there's a free platform called My Strength that has tips on meditation, anxiety, sleep. They also have health coaches. So this is a good time to get your health as well as your stress under control and the health coaches can connect with you and actually coach you through certain tips. Chaplaincy has a 24-7 line also, not only for patients and their families, but for team members and their families. For those of you that don't want to connect with a actual person, there's also online platforms. SilverCloud, which is a evidence-based therapy platform, has given us six months of free treatment. They have platforms on stress, sleep, and resilience, and uh, it's completely free of charge. We can get you hooked up with that also. And so it feels like a variety of resources, variety of venues, and so some might work more for some than others. Some might want that more personal action. Some might want to do the work with the app. Is that right, Absolutely. And I would just encourage us that we've talked about the virtual hub, so the, the number for that, 317-963-2200. Also, all the resources here we've highlighted are on our team portals. A COVID-19 resource page so you can access more information on those services there. Hopefully a lot of folks will be listening to this. What advice do you have for them? What, what can they be doing now to be taking care of themselves, taking care of one another, supporting each other? So I, I think the first thing is to connect with your feelings. We know that people that are actively acknowledging the scary feelings they're having and then diffusing them in some way tend to do better long term. So for example, maybe connecting with your college roommate that was in nursing with you and comparing what's happening across the country with where you are now. I know that EAP is offering groups that people can just talk about their experiences. You can get a peer or a buddy and talk about your experiences. I had one guy that would come home and he said he would come home and he would cry with his dog and then hug his dog. And he was not a person that liked to necessarily share with others, but he acknowledged uh, the stress he was under. So just as you should acknowledge your feelings, you also need to limit that. You need to limit your social media contact, get your information from a reliable source, and then turn it off for a while. During that time, you might want to listen to music, play a video game, learn a new skill, learn to speak Spanish, uh, something along those lines. So just as it's important to connect with your feelings, it's also important to disconnect and get your mind away from those two. And what about, you know, my concern is we, we our, our teams do such a wonderful job of taking care of others. They sometimes aren't as good at taking care of themselves and one another. And what about, again, someone who may see it, may have a friend or a team member who they might 
think may need help or need okay. to access, what advice do you have for that person to maybe support that teammate? Yeah, I, I would go directly to that teammate and say, hey, I'm struggling too. I, I think what we've seen more of is more peer-to-peer support and acknowledgement that we are all struggling. It's a gift when we tell someone that we're struggling and allow them to help us. And in that way, they can allow to be helped also. So grab a peer, tell them about your own feelings, and then offer to help with theirs also. Great. Great advice. I'll just come back to just, I think, the heroic work that's rightfully been acknowledged and celebrated of our team in responding to this surge. And really, our, you know, these first several weeks has been in response to, to that surge and more of a kind of a contain and mitigate phase. And through our efforts and those of our public officials and other civic leaders, I think we've worked to really flatten that curve. But now, right, we move more to this monitor and adapt phase. Unfortunately, this isn't some discrete event that ends. We're going to have to continue to continue to keep our eye and, and make sure that we mitigate spread, but also take care of all of our patients, including those without COVID. And so we're going we're gonna to be living with this for, for some time, and that presents some challenges. And I just want to, again, amplify that we need to take care of ourselves and really take care of each other and try to access those services earlier. And if you're not getting the help you need, I want you to feel free to reach out to me uh, or anyone and we'll get you the support, the services that you need. Uh, I will highlight again the number of the Virtual Behavioral Health Hub, 317-963-2200. And then again, just point everyone to the Team Portal's COVID-19 resource page, which highlights uh, the resources that Dr. Gilbert talked with us today. And any other comments from you for our listeners? No, I would really encourage everyone to at least get on an app and explore ways that you can reduce your stress and get sort of preempt, do a preemptive strike on this because I think we are in this for uh, the long run. And so getting some good habits for your mental health as well as your physical health at this point in time will pay off long range. Thank you, Ann. Thank you, Ann, for your expertise. Thank you for, uh, again, the wonderful work that you and the team are doing to support not only our team members, but really the entire state. What, what's been, what you all built here has served many across the state, too, and so very proud of the efforts there, too. So I appreciate everyone for taking time to listen to us today. Again, if you have any requests of me or, or ideas on what you'd like to hear in future podcasts, you can email me at rstiver at iuhealth.org, and uh, we'll look forward to joining you soon here via another podcast. Thank you, everyone.